Hello, beautiful people. This is Jess Coffee Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Trent. This is my audio coffee table. Grab your mug and pour yourself some java, pour yourself some cafe, cafecito. Uh, let's converse. Let's express some ideas, espresso some ideas and thoughts, or our thoughts. Uh, life can be bitter, life can be creamy, or life can be sweet and straight up greedy. Life is created so many flavors, so let's sip on it. Hello, coffee lovers. Today we have a special guest filling up his mug with us this morning. The pilot himself from Portland, Oregon, Joe Lingerfeld. He's been a pilot for quite some time. I met him four years ago through a very good friend of mine. He has much to share on air on what he's done in the air. Didn't grab a cup and join us for some jokes. Joey, thank you for being on my show today. So let's tell everyone a little bit about yourself for those who don't know who you are. All right. Well, I'm Joe Lingerfeld. I'm a corporate pilot. I fly corporate jets. Currently employed with Murphy Company. And I fly a Citation Sovereign now. I'm typed in nine different types of jets and been doing it for 28 years. Wow. So what's a day in the life of a pilot like yourself? <laughs> if that's a valid question <laughs> that, that's that's a valid question I, I don't know if i have a good answer for it though because corporate pilots the one thing that some pilots don't like about being a corporate pilot is that you don't really know what your day is going to be like as far as we don't really have schedules really far out at least the company i work for some companies schedule a little further out but i we're also not like we're kind of on call but not really i mean they usually give us a day or so there's only been a couple times that I've been called, how quickly can you get down here? And um, that's usually something came up in the company that we need to get someplace pretty quick. That's the difference between a corporate pilot and an airline pilot. Airline pilots have their schedules. Set out already. A month in advance. Yeah. And when they walk away from the airplane, they walk away from the airplane. I have to do trip sheets and I have to do paperwork for the company, for, for the aviation portion of the company, you know, and so there's more work that I do after a flight and before a flight. Like the airlines have other people that do that stuff for them. Mm. We don't. We're, we're running the aviation department, two of us together. That's a little different, but as far as like when we go fly, we'll get a request to go somewhere. We show up to the airport about an hour beforehand, get the airplane all ready to go. We have to look at all the weather. We have to look at, you know, fuel planning and things like that to make sure we've got enough fuel and propose scheduled departure time, but it's always dependent on the boss. So whenever the boss gets there, then we leave and we go. Whatever the boss says, huh? Whatever the boss says. (laughs) So what interests you into being a pilot? Was it always something you always wanted to do? I know you always have like airplane decorations all over your house. <laughs> Pretty much ever since I can remember, I wanted to be a pilot. I, my grandfather was a barnstormer, which did, did the air shows back in the days before, like air shows you know now. So the first air shows, he did those. Even though I never met him, he died long before I was born, but um, my, I had an uncle who was an army pilot, flew helicopters and airplanes in the army, and also a cousin who flew F-15s in the Air Force. So I guess I grew up with that aviation influence. Okay. And they would come down, my uncle owned a little Cessna, come down and take me for a ride when I was little, so it kind of was in my blood. Yeah. So what kind of pilot are you? I know you mentioned like the planes that you do fly. I'm a corporate pilot. I'm a, what they call an airline transport pilot is my certificate that I have. 
So okay. you have to have that to be a pilot command of any commercial jet. And, um, so I have that. So it's kind of like having the, your doctorate, so to speak. So you have different levels of certificate. So I have my airline transpilot certificate, which also um, which allows me to be pilot command. I'm a corporate pilot, which means I. Everybody always says, "Do you ever think about flying commercially?" Well, I have a commercial license. I'm airline transport pilot. I have to have a commercial license to be paid. My niche is corporate because I've, I've always flown for private companies. Oh, okay. So what, like, what made you just stick to like corporate flying opposed to you know commercial, like you were saying? Like, is it you think that's more stressful, or so what you're doing now is more uh, on your own schedule type thing, or like? Well, for me, the corporate lifestyle always kind of appealed to me. I like the lifestyle of the corporate pilot. I mean, mm. some people don't because it's more on demand. And but as I was going up through the ranks and, and getting typed in different airplanes and, and gaining hours, my girls were littler. My friend Shelby. <laughs> Shelby. So that gave me more flexibility to be home for soccer games and mm. dance things and um, a contract pilot. So I could kind of, I could take flights as they came or I could say, no, I have something going mm. on that week. And so that kind of put me in that niche and then I, I gained a reputation in that area. So then... I just I stayed there and also when I was in the position to be hired for the airlines had enough hours the airlines weren't really hiring I had a friend that I had taught how to fly who was actually a, a mechanic too that worked on corporate jets and um, he said well, what do you want to do and I said well you know I really like corporate but I'll probably do what everybody else does and try to go to the airlines and he said mm-hmm. well when we get through this I got a lot of connections to corporate, so it just kind of worked out to, you know, they always say it's who you know type Yeah. Thing. And that's what it did for me. That Corporate was the first door that opened up for me. I've thought about airlines because up until COVID, they were hiring like crazy, and there was actually a lot of people, a lot of corporate pilots that were starting to jump over into airlines because um, they wanted them. Whereas before, you can get an airline for hard to get into. They hmm. were, they were um, dominated by old military pilots who were making a lot of money and didn't want to go anywhere so but now those they're starting to retire so they were starting to get shorthanded before covid so i actually had some friends who i never thought would leave corporate flying that actually went over to the airlines so do you think since you brought up covid do you think there'll be like people less traveled like post covid can be a little gun shy at first i mean the airlines are trying to do what they can they've upgraded all their filtration systems that um, a lot of the airlines you fly on have like hospital type air filtration systems on them now and actually they don't recirculate the air it's all fresh air that comes in there's going to be a public perception of more dangerous to be in you know, an airplane that, that confined yeah. space but i think there'll be a lot of changes i think you'll see them not as packed for a while which is good because it was getting kind of ridiculous how much they were packing you in an airplane yeah i read somewhere where obviously there's going to be red spots of like where the COVID is right like very heavily at mm-hmm. and people are just going to fly home to where the family is just flying one way you think that's going to be more of a thing i don't think people, do you know what i'm saying i think people will be gun shy at first like you're saying yeah but i think after a while people forget and they'll go back to the trying the norm i think the industry will try to keep it more regulated I think for quite a while but i i think as far as tickets i think they'll people will still buy around too trip tickets because you're just going on a vacation but they'll probably be cheap for a while i think i think tickets will be cheap for a while the airlines have taken a huge hit i don't know if you've looked at any of the airports but i'm oh, not not lately i saw a picture of lax which is usually packed look like a ghost town 
Wow. So that's crazy. So it's, it's going to take a while to bounce back for sure. So this might sound like a silly question that you might get all the time. Like how often do you actually fly a plane opposed to having it on autopilot? Like do all the work? Like how does autopilot actually work? Is it like cruise control, like on a vehicle type thing? <laughs> well, that's actually one thing I like about the airplanes I fly is that I can actually still fly the airplanes. Whereas the airlines, they take off and the autopilot's on and they'll actually even land on autopilot 99% of the time. Well, I didn't think there was that much difference from... Oh, yeah. Um, whereas I can fly, fly it as much or as little as I want to. Um, autopilot's nice, especially once you get to altitude and you can put everything on. And, or if you're going through bad weather, it's, it's nice. You can put on the autopilot and it allows you to kind of see more of what's going on out here rather than just being focused on, on certain items. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit like cruise control. It works through the flight computer and has different inputs to all the different flight controls. But um, our particular airplane, we, can, we have auto throttles with it too, so we can set what speed we want and automatically adjust the throttles to that speed. Oh, okay. Um, kind of like a cruise control. But also, it will do your altitude hold your altitude, it'll hold the heading, whether it's just on a heading mode where you're putting a particular heading in or whether you're following the, the GPS system, or the hmm. flight navigation system, it'll follow that, which makes it really nice, especially in bad weather. Then it's adjusting for a lot of things. So what's the worst weather you've flown through? Like, have you, I'm pretty sure you've flown through a storm. We're in Oregon, but... Uh, we've got to know how to fly through rain here in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really not... I mean, if it's heavy rain, that's a whole different story, but usually the rain we're flying through here is, is pretty stable air that we're flying through here, as opposed to, like, if we go down to Arizona or down in the southeast or something, where we get a lot more thunderstorms, or we get thunderstorms up here, but if we're dealing with thunderstorms, the air is so unstable, then you're getting thrown this way and that way, trying to maintain altitude. But yes, I have flown through storms. We try to avoid them, but sometimes you just go for the best part of the storm. <laughs> <laughs> best part of it you mean in the least have you ever come close to crashing a plane or any kind of that you could disclose the moments that you're able to talk about in my flight instructing days you pretty much take your life into your hand every day because you're teaching somebody how to fly and they they want to kill you every day but um, <laughs> i said probably the closest i've come to actually crashing was um with a student i was teaching the student how to land soft fields off like grass fields okay and there's a field up north by battleground that kind of goes down and up like a bowl and there's a park in the middle of it and we were coming in he was doing great and all of a sudden in the middle of it a suburban backs out as we're about to land and we're in a little airplane and i say go around go around and he froze like deer in the headlight so i took the controls out to full power and we and started to go around and i don't think we cleared that suburban by very much oh my god it was definitely a pucker factor let's just put it that way oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's probably the closest I've come to crashing. Um, in corporate aviation, not really close to crashing, but I've hit some very, very severe turbulence that threw things across the cabin and had people come out of their seats and stuff. And that was interesting. Whoa. <laughs> when I fly down to Arizona, there's a few times where it's more so coming back here mm -hmm. where there's like pockets mm -hmm. and we like drop. Like that's always really scary. Clear air turbulence, they can, they can um, catch you by surprise, for sure. My art, the worst one that I ever have is going into Denver, which is very common to get very bad turbulence going in there. But 
Because of the little mountains, right? Cause of yeah, the... coming over the Rockies, and then you're di- you're descending over the plains there, and it just get mixed air pockets and it through the airplane up and down, and I had my phone in the cup holder beside me, and it ended up on the other side of the cockpit, and oh no, there was people in the back. The, they had their water bottles in the cup holders, and they were like switch sides, and some people hit their heads on the ceiling. The CFO of that particular company was sitting across from the lab, and the blue juice from the lab went all over his suit. He was going to a meeting, so that was fun. Whoa. But actually, he was really cool about it because there wasn't anything we could have done about it. Yeah, it was just happenstance. That was Mother Nature, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're talking about turbulence and stuff, which is safer, a rough landing on water or on ground? Or have you ever, like, landed on water before? Never landed on water in an airplane that's not supposed to land on water. I've landed on water in a seaplane. But, um, oh, that's pretty cool. As far as with the airplane that's not supposed to, I have not done that. Um... We train for it, but it's we just never one of those it. things, yeah. yeah. But obviously, if you're in an airplane, it's supposed to land on on a hard surface. You should, but sometimes your best option is the water. I mean, look at Sully. Yeah. Landing on the Hudson, that was his best bet, or he would have killed a lot of people, not just people on the airplane. Oh. There are times that's your best option. Airplanes are like the the mm-hmm. safest mode of transportation, per se, versus vehicle. It's absolutely true. Yeah. You hear more about it because it gets more publicized, and of course. You don't hear about all the car crashes. Yeah. And if you think about the amount of cars and amount of airplanes, aviation overall is very, very safe. Generally, the accidents that have happened are either mechanical failures or some. Unfortunately, there's a lot of pilot error in some of the mm. ones that have happened, but that never does good for our industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pilot error. So, last question oh, Who's like the most famous person or like people or celebrities that you've have you ever like i know shelby has been telling me some stories <laughs> so let's tell everyone if you want to all right no i've, I've flown some famous people um i flew little big town that's the one that shelby's talking about because she got to be introduced to them i used to fly an airplane for a radio station yeah i think that's what she was telling me about the radio station right and i flew um the neil mccoy's band um he's also a country singer i flew josh turner mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's usually the reaction I get from girls when I say Josh Turner's mmm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I flew Tom Brokaw to an event one time, so he was that's pretty famous. And I've flown some very famous um, coaches and football players, but I can't say who they are, unfortunately. Okay. But they're cool. Nice. I can't say one. Marcus Mariota is really go ducks <laughs> so sorry cat fans of tucson you know I, I i'm like a half and half uh it go for ducks and the whale cats ducks uh, and the wildcats at least he could go for the beads and the wildcats well and the sake of daylin shelby's sister all right joey thank you for uh speaking on my table today sure thank you for having Thank you all for listening and sipping on your coffee with me today. And remember, life is like coffee. I love you all a latte. Peace out.